live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You should. Everybody, it is 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that means that you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And I got my boy Eli Ellis here with me. He just happened to be standing over here at this time. So, ladies and gentlemen, give a big shout-out to our producer, Eli Ellis. Now go back and sit down. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) let us know who you are and where you're watching from. I see Barbara Peters out there. I see Logan out there. I see Suzanne and 43 Gators. I see Lauren Cole. I see Garko and Danes and C. Ward and Mama Blair. Julie in Arizona. Maria, how are you? CQ is in the building. Rod and Pam, God bless the both of you. Laura, how are you, Laura? Thank you for joining in. Janice from West Virginia, she says, let's roll. I agree, let's get it going, baby. Who else we got here? We've got Jeff Poole. How you doing, Jeff? Good to see you. Hope things are going good with your business. Sherry from Mississippi. Somebody said, poor Eli. We're just playing with Eli. Debbie, how you doing? Jenny, Sue, and one more. Let's give it to Patty from Texas. Nancy from Texas as well. We got a lot of people that watch from Texas. We got about 1,500 people already watching this morning. So we're going to get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot to talk about. I really didn't know what topic to, you know, make the main show about or the the main, you know, point of the show because there's so much going on. So we're going to be talking about the FBI and how they are actual terrorists, I mean, let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, if the FBI has turned its power and its might to weaponizing against we, the people that give it the power to begin with, well, they are terrorists. How you doing, Clem? Good to see you. Thanks for joining in. God bless you, man. Lisa, God bless you as well. Thank you very much. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how Trump was cleared from some wrongdoing. We've got uh, some video to show you um, about terrorists like Elon Omar and Rashida Tlaib. And we've got a ton of other things to talk about. J.D. Vance passing an anti-max mandate um, amendment through the Senate. We've got uh, speaker stuff to talk about. So it's going to be a jam-packed full show. So do me a favor right now. Let's get it out of the way. Hit that like button, folks, that rumble button. It's just that little thumbs up. And if you can either share from the app or grab the link and share the link to your Facebook pages, your True Social pages, your Getter pages, your Twitter pages, or X. I still won't call it that. But I want to start out with um, some congressmen and women who were approached by Ben Berkwam down in uh, Washington, D.C. So if we can get that up on the screen here. Uh, this is um, Ben Berkwam you know, doing what he does best, getting in front of people, and then they, of course, pretend like they're on their phone so they don't have to talk to reporters. This is a classic move by uh, losers in the swamp, but let's go ahead and roll this. Congressman Gallego, uh, uh, nice fake phone. Are you uh, paid off by the cartel or are you selling out America for free? How afraid are you of Carrie Lake? <laughs> sir, are you paid off by the cartels? How much are they paying you, sir? How many terrorists is okay to come through that southern border that you're allowing? 
Oh, the fake phone. That's the best. The fake phone call. The fake phone call. That is the best. And that's what's good about Ben. See, is is Ben, uh, ben this is Ben's job. Ben is a journalist. He's out there getting the information, journaling it, and giving it to the world, reporting it, and giving it to the rest of us reporters to report on it. That's why we love Ben. And, that's what, and Ben, I don't know if you guys have ever met Ben, but Ben's a big dude. Okay, we don't call him Big Ben for nothing. Ben is a big dude. He is well over six feet tall, and he is thicker than a Snickers. I'm telling you, Ben is not a tiny guy. And, of course, as soon as they saw Ben, oh, oh, get on the phone, get on the phone. But that's how these people are in D.C. And the more we can actually put them on camera and make them run, the better, the more scared people will be to, um, to say, you know what, I, I, maybe I don't want to go to D.C. and try to get a free ride and be corrupt. Because there's people out there like Ben Berkwam, there's people like Real America's Voice News, RSBN, LFA TV now, and they're not so kind to all the corruption. We are not kind to corruption here on LFA TV either. But then he ran into Eli Crane, Representative Eli Crane, also from Arizona. Let's go to uh, Representative Eli Crane. He's a great, uh, great representative, and he's doing a great job, freshman representative uh, Eli Crane, go ahead and roll this uh, one. My voters sent me up here to force change. I wish it wasn't that way. I wish it didn't require force, but in this town it does. Um, you know, so that's exactly what eight of us did about three weeks ago. We've been called every name under the sun. Um, and it's funny, one of the names that we've been called is the crazy eight. And I, like, like I tell people, I think there were eight people crazy enough to think that you could change Amen. this town and the way it does business. Amen. And uh, I'm hoping that Mike Johnson is the, the change agent that I think this country needs. It always comes back to leadership. It always does. And, uh, and I'm going to be praying for him. I'm going to support him. But at the same time, um, I'm never going to forget why I'm here. I'm, I'm not here to represent the majority, the conference. I'm here to represent the American people. And if that continues to put me at odds, you know, with this conference, then that's okay. But, you know, I love this country, man. I'm worried about it. I'm concerned about it. And I knew that, you know, if, if we didn't have change, the trajectory was going to continue to take us off the cliff. So that's not okay. It's not okay for my kids. It's not okay for this country. And so uh, I'm, I'm willing to continue to do whatever it takes to, uh, you know, make sure that my kids get to grow up with freedom and opportunity. You know, I was in the gallery today, and I was there all last week as well. And uh, there felt there was a different. There was like a shift in the in the atmosphere. I felt it last night in conference, and so did many of my colleagues. It was weird, man. Um, you know, it, it's so hard to get any candidate that can coalesce the major factions in this conference. But I think many of us felt it. Um, you know, when when Mike stepped up and won the nomination. And it was, it was funny because the first thing he, he, he did is he came up and he started talking about his faith. And I think that's one of the most um, integral aspects and ingredients that's lacking from this town. Amen. And that's what happened. And didn't I call that yesterday? I said God was finally injected back into Washington, D.C. All of those holdouts, all of those snaky moves by McCarthy was all God on the move, on the move, hallelujah, making it possible to get God back into the House of Representatives. And we definitely did that with Mr. Mike Johnson. And, and Eli Crane said a couple things there that I wholeheartedly agree with and really, really surprised me. First of all, he's a freshman representative. Now, he's also a veteran. He fought for our country. Salute to Eli Crane. Thank you for fighting for this country. Number two, he is a freshman representative sent there to do what? What did he say? And I will actually quote him to force change. So you have a newcomer, a young, not an insider, a young guy who fought for this country. Now, when you speak with somebody like that, and then you speak with somebody like a Kevin McCarthy or a Steve Scalise, the difference is paramount. The difference is paramount. You speak to Eli Crane, it's like speaking to Jeremy Harrell. It's like speaking to Lauren Cole or Denise 9904. It's like speaking to Joe Bo or Lenny or Sharon. We're just normal people. And we know what it's like to talk to fellow Americans who love this country. But as soon as we start getting some kind of a foreign agent involved, meaning like a foreign corrupted um, personality, and they don't answer questions normally, they don't talk like a normal person talks, everything is like a campaign political answer those are the people that we're trying to get rid of. And isn't it great that it's those youngsters? It's the Matt Gateses out there. It's the Mike Johnsons out there. I'm just, he's a young guy. You know what I mean? 
It's Eli Crane. It's these youngsters out there that are not insiders. Big shout out to Lynn Buss for donating $20 to Eli for Eli to keep doing what he does, Eli. And Cindy Bass for the Slurp Fund. My niece paid her rent. Folks, we're going to continue making differences here on LFA TV. Ben Berkwam's making differences. God is back in the House of Representatives. God's working his way back through all of Washington, D.C. And I'm telling you, we needed to make America godly again to make America great again. And I think we're finally there. Amen? All right, now I want to give you a couple updates, if I can, on what is happening here at LFA TV coming up. We are going to be at the Trump rally in Florida on November 8th. Again, we will be at the Trump rally, covering the Trump rally on November 8th in Florida outside of Miami. We do not know which one of us will be going and doing it all yet right now. We will inform you on that. But for the Trump rally on November 8th, make sure you tell all your friends and we'll get the stream up early that this is where they can watch it. Also remember, on December 1st, we're making some changes around here. On December 1st, I will then be um, 11 and 12, a two-hour daily show every single day instead of having two hours separate. And then Mike Crispy will be moving from 12 to 10 a.m., so he'll be on right before my two-hour show, and Sean Farish will be moving from 10 a.m., where he currently resides, to 5 p.m., which is one of my other nightly shows right now. So we're going to be doing some shifting around. Just wanted to make you aware of that if you weren't, and uh, stay tuned to the end of the show because I've got a huge, huge, huge surprise for you. You understand? So if you can stick around to the end of the show, that would be a blessing. Okay? All right, folks. Let's get to the verse of the day today. We titled it Curing Snake Bites. And I'm going to tell you what. You're about to have your mind blown. I said, good morning. Are you afraid of snakes? What's it called, Eli? A phobia? Ophopiodia, <laughs> something like that. I called it um, a reptile dysfunction. Anyway, are you afraid of snakes? I can't stand the sight of a snake. I hate snakes. I don't like the looks of them. I don't like the smell of them. I don't like anything about snakes at all. Never have since I was a kid. And ever since, ever since I was a kid and heard the story about the serpent, the snake in the garden, Satan, probably that is what turned me off. Okay? Hate snakes. Can't stand them. But you're going to love, you are going to love the verse of the day today. It's going to come from Revelation 7, 14 through 17. And again, I titled today's show, Curing Snake Bites. And I said to him, sir, you know. So he said to me, these are the ones who came out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white with the blood of the lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger anymore nor thirst anymore. And the sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The lamb of God. Remember, now there's three animals that you hear in the Bible a lot. You hear the, the lion, the lion of Judah. You hear about the lamb, the lamb of God, the sacrificial lamb that represents Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, our Lord and Savior. And you also um, hear about the snake, the serpent, the viper, Satan. You hear about this a lot. But folks, I'm about to blow your mind. There is a reason I chose this verse today, and it was to talk about being saved and made whole by the blood of the lamb. When we refer to Yeshua, we refer to him as the sacrificial lamb. That is what his death represented. The ultimate sacrifice to Yahweh for our sins committed here on earth for all time. The blood of that sacrifice is more precious than anything in existence. Did you know that the lion, the snake, and the lamb are referred to more than any other animal in the Bible? There's a major significance there, and we're about to break it down. The blood of the lamb with the courage of the lion of Judah can crush the evil venom of the snake. Literally. Did you know that the blood of the lamb is used to make anti-venom or an antidote for multiple different kinds of snake bites? Did you know that? 
literally and scientifically truly, the blood of a lamb is what they use for most snake bites to cure that snake bite to make it not deadly to you. Because when a lamb or a sheep gets bitten by a snake, they swell up just for a little bit, and then their antibodies go to work to literally eradicate that venom, keeping the lamb completely safe from any of it. It is truly, truly incredible. It's the best thing that they have to cure people who are facing sudden death and are massive swelling and infection. The blood of the helpless little lamb is mightier than the king of snakes, the king cobra even. Make sure you are washed and covered in the blood of the lamb today. Save yourself from any future snake bites. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, we go to the Lord in prayer. Wow, isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? Unbelievable. Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, we pray from the blood of the sacrificial lamb to God. Amen. Pretty interesting, isn't it? When science meets the Bible, it's truly incredible. Truly and always. All right, folks, we are getting ready for the first and foremost section of the day, which is going to be Jamal Bowman and pulling that fire alarm. But before we do, I want you to lift up your cups because we're going to have our first slurp of the day to 4Patriots.com. Let's lift up our cups and let's salute 4Patriots.com, our partner who is sponsoring the first and foremost section today. So whether it's for your emergency go totes, your Patriot power cells, your emergency food, your thousand um, seeds coming from the state of Utah to start your own uh, fruit and vegetable garden, whether it be for power generators or any of your survival gear or camping gear, 4Patriots.com, ladies and gentlemen. There's your Lifeline Deluxe First Aid Kit, less than 50 bucks, especially when you use the promo code LFA. That's 4Patriots.com, promo code LFA. Go there today. All right, folks, here we go. First and foremost section, Jamal Bowman. You know Mr. Pa- Mr. Uh, Fire Alarm? You know the guy that uh, wanted, to, um, wanted to stop the vote in the House of Representatives, so he pulled the fire alarm? Yeah, he's been charged. He was charged yesterday. It actually happened during my show. He was criminally charged by the D.C. Attorney General after pulling the fire alarm and shutting down Congress. We'll likely be removed from Congress. Radical socialist Democrat Jamal Bowman of New York found himself in hot water after pulling the fire alarm in the U.S. Capitol, no pun intended, on Saturday, September 30th, shutting down Congress. Bowman's actions were aimed at obstructing a crucial vote that would have kept the government operational, so he pulled the fire alarm. The man is a danger to the public. This is called insurrection, at least in the definition of the Democrats. We all know it's not a real insurrection. We all know that we in our lifetimes have never experienced a real insurrection. But Eli, wasn't it that quote? What was that quote? Insurrection is our duty. What did that say? I want to go back to, I have it. No, I have it saved. But while I, but while I'm going to this, ladies and gentlemen, I just do, I, I want to, I want to say that under the definition of insurrection from the Democrats, this guy is guilty. So will this man end up going to the D.C. Gulag for what he's done. Yeah, Eli, I can't find it right off the bat. But I'll have Eli find that, and I'll read it to you. Okay? <laughs> OFP Farms, they killed it. They said uh, um, rebellion becomes duty. That's not the, the quote, but that is another quote that I absolutely love. Okay? So he then proceeded to pull the fire alarm that day, stopping and obstructing the, the hearing. Again, Go back to January 6th. What do they say? That we, the people, came to Washington, D.C. to obstruct and stop an official congressional hearing to count electoral college votes. And what did that say, Eli? Uh, Insurrection is the most sacred of the the rights and the most indispensable of duties. Now, I can't believe a Frenchman actually wrote that, but a Frenchman wrote that. Insurrection is the most sacred of rights. And what was the last part? 
Last part. Sacred of rights and what? Indispensable of duties. So I don't want to hear how bad insurrection is. Insurrection is needed and is a last resort when your government gets out of control, and we haven't done that yet. But according to the Democrats, Jamal Bowman should definitely be in the D.C. gulag. And on those charges, he turned himself in to D.C. police. Do we have that? Yes? Okay. Pop this up. And here is Jamal Bowman turning himself in to the authorities for the crimes that he committed in shutting down a congressional official Congressman Jamal Bowman turning himself in moments ago. Fox News cameras capturing this exclusive video of the squad member surrendering. The lawmaker from New York is expected to plead guilty after being charged with falsely pulling the fire alarm at a congressional office building. It happened just before the House voted on a stopgap spending bill to fund government. Last month, Bowman is set to be arraigned at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. He's the squad. He's a squad member, right? Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Jamal Bowman, AOC, right? Jamal, uh, uh, Jayapal, whatever her name is, right? They're squad members. Well, the squad members are finding themselves in some heat lately, ladies and gentlemen, because now you got this guy who's turned himself in on criminal charges, and you've got Rashida Tlaib as well. Now, Sean Ferris just spent the better part of his uh, second half of the show talking about Rashida Tlaib and the insurrection that she, right, definition of insurrection under Democrats, at least anyway, that she led last week with the ceasefire crowd, the free Palestine crowd, the the queers for Palestine crowd. Because they shut down government hearing. That was on a day for the Speaker of the House as well. Now, we'll get to that in just a minute, okay? We'll get back to that one in just a minute. Right now, I want to shift focus to Joseph Robinette Biden, Mr. Sniff Your Child himself. Because yesterday, Senator Chuck Grassley put out the statement that the FBI received criminal information from over 40 confidential sources on the Biden crime family and the FBI Washington field office, which we know who was the head of that office at that time and who's now out of there, shut down the reporting of these 40 confidential sources of the Biden crime family. So they had very credible, and they're so credible that they're confidential. Think about that. Think about that. They are so incredibly credible that they remain confidential. That means that they're high-level officials who were reporting on the Biden crime family. Thank you, Top Shot, for the $52. God bless you. Pools plumbing, doing good. Amazing. Amazing. So they had all this information from credible sources, over 40 confidential sources on the Biden crime family. And Chuck Grassley said they buried this on purpose. The FBI are terrorists and they need to be defunded. And I hope and pray that Speaker Johnson does as much as he can to defund the DOJ, to defund the FBI, to defund all of these people that are going after our President Donald Trump and us, we the people, because that's what's happening here. We are under attack by a terrorist weaponized organization called the Federal Bureau of Investigations. According to Grassley's letter, which was obtained by Fox News, the task force in the Washington field office shut down the reporting of the confidential sources, which eventually halted the investigation completely. Quote, based on the information provided to my office over a period of years by multiple credible whistleblowers, there appears to be an effort within the Justice Department and the FBI to shut down investigations that are actively relating to the Biden crime family. He wrote in the letter to the Attorney General Merrick Garland and the FBI Director Christopher Wray, such decisions point to the significant political bias infecting the decision-making of not only the Attorney General and the FBI Director, but also line agents and prosecutors all the way down the line. Our republic cannot survive such a political infection, and you have an obligation to this country to clear the air now. What I really like about what Chuck Grassley wrote there was was when he said, our republic cannot survive not our democracy our republic so the fbi needs to be truly built rebuilt from the ground up they are a terrorist organization who are protecting evil bad people folks 
It's that simple. It's that simple. Now, former U.S. Attorney Scott Brady told the House Judiciary Committee the FBI kept even the mere existence of the Hunter Biden laptop from his probe. Brady said he was stuck throughout his work by the FBI's reluctance to engage in the Hunter Biden probe and the unprecedented layers of approval that the FBI headquarters imposed on the agents that are working on anything to do with Hunter Biden. That was a bombshell testimony that a federal prosecutor who initially probed the Biden crime family dealings in Ukraine told Congress his team had cooperated enough of an FBI informant's claim of an alleged bribery scheme involving Joe Biden to merit further investigation, but he encountered unprecedented foot dragging and reluctance inside both the FBI and the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, which was where David Weiss is, that took over the case. So we have all these people and whistleblowers coming forward to tell you that this FBI, this current FBI, is a terrorist organization. And now that we are uh, have Speaker of the House again, and now that we're back on track, and now that we're moving forward with a MAGA Speaker of the House, haha, got you, got you on that one, had you looking in a completely different direction, and we got somebody like Mike Johnson up there, you morons. That's how easy it is to outsmart you dummies, and that's why you should concede the party to us because we're so much smarter than you. Even the hosts of shows were smart enough to know what was going on and play into it. You're so stupid. Anyway, that goes to show you how proactive we are in fighting these idiots now and not reactive like we were just a mere three years ago. Now, Byron Donalds has something to say. Let's get to business and let's impeach these idiots. And if we can impeach Biden and Kamala, now I don't know if that would never happen in the Senate. I understand that. But if we could impeach him and remove them, I mean, who's third in line to the presidency right now? Again, not going to happen, but it's still a good thought. Regardless, impeachment needs to happen. Roll it from Byron Donalds. Joe Biden, we have documented and now have corroborated with IRS whistleblowers and another FBI agent who has corroborated the fact that Hunter Biden was the front man for the Biden family to receive tens of millions of dollars for the sole purpose of Joe Biden leveraging his office as commander-in-chief right now and when he was vice president of the United States under Barack Obama. We've been investigating okay. that. And the story that Joe Biden and his White House says has never merit, never has never measured up. No, this is important. So give me a second. All right, Congress. This matters. Their story has right. never measured up. So should the House start an impeachment inquiry? Yes, we should, because this is public corruption and we have evidence, unlike what the Democrats have. The only thing I disagree with Byron Donalds there is starting an impeachment inquiry. Screw the inquiry. Pardon my French. Screw the inquiry. We do not need an impeachment inquiry. Donald Trump never got an impeachment inquiry. I don't want to sit around and talk about what we could, should, or would do if this, that, and the other. If a frog, ha frog had wings, it wouldn't bump its you-know-what when, when it hopped. All right? That's the only thing that I disagree with Byron Donalds on there. I am sick and tired of this impeachment inquiry talk. Nobody wants to talk about talking. Nobody wants to talk about what we could do. Just do or do not. Didn't Yoda say that, Eli? Do or do not. There is no try. Unbelievable. Now, Eli, did you see, before you came into work today, did you see that flock flying over the, flying over the studio? You didn't see it? It was pigs flying. Yeah, the pi pigs are flying, uh, Eli, because CNN was forced, to, um, was forced to admit that Trump was right about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and their criminal activity. You see, CNN is trying to be relevant again. You know, they, they're trying to be relevant again. They never will be. Actually, none of the major news stations will ever be relevant again. Not only do no does nobody trust them, but times are changing. And it's all about streaming. And it's all about individuality. And it's all about patriotism. And it's all about truth. You know, that pesky little thing that the news... Reporters hate so much. Um, here's CNN admitting that Joe and Hunter definitely, definitely belong in jail. You know, because they took money from foreign agents. Oh, this is incredible. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Uh, Glenn Kessler from The Washington Post uh, had a fact check about Joe Biden uh, from earlier this month, um, noting that Hunter Biden admitted in court in July that he was, in fact, paid substantial sums uh, from Chinese companies. Kessler wrote, Hunter Biden reported nearly $2.4 million in income in 2017 and $2.2 million in income in 2018, most of which came from Chinese or Ukrainian interests. 
but this and this directly goes against what Joe Biden said in the debate in 2020 uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Take a listen. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. What you None of that is true. He made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. So it's from two different debates, but I mean, Trump was right. I mean, he did make a fortune from China, and Joe Biden was wrong. And uh, Kristen. Whoa! Eli, that's why I told you pigs were flying. So for the first time, I'll probably regret this, Eli, so badly. Don't make me regret this. <laughs> no, they don't have to do an impeachment inquiry. Nope, they don't have to do that, Grammy love. They didn't do it, President Trump. For the first time in history, I got to give it to him, Eli. For the first time in history, I got to give the Smarty Award to CNN. I got to do it. I got to do it. Hey, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. What are you supposed to do when you see a flock of pigs flying? What are you supposed to do when you see the devil with a coat on? You know what I mean? I had a vision of the devil in earmuffs this morning. I had, the, I had a vision of the devil in earmuffs this morning, snowblowing his very devilish driveway. Somebody says, make bacon. <laughs> what are you supposed to do when you see pigs flying? Make bacon. <laughs> I'm just telling you, folks, we got to keep that clip because, you know, CNN is going to go right back to fake news real quick. And we're going to we're going to want to have that now. Um, Donald Trump was cleared of any wrongdoing after a four year investigation. This is big news. And you're probably not. <laughs> Zena says, no, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is big news. And I don't think you'll probably hear about this on any other net, uh, network. So uh, President Donald Trump has been cleared of at least one of the many uh, nuisance of charges that the Democrats have thrown at him since he left office in 2020. After a lengthy four-year review, the Department of Justice watchdog has officially found that Trump did not improperly influence the FBI's decision to keep its headquarters in Washington, D.C. instead of moving it to Virginia or Maryland, according to a Department of Justice report. Now, this isn't major news as it comes to Trump's legal stuff, but at least it's something. It goes to show you a pattern of how this guy is always accused and always acquitted. Always accused and always acquitted. That's a shirt, Eli. Let's write that down. Donald Trump's face, always accused, always acquitted. That's a heck of a shirt. Anyway, talk of moving the FBI out of the famed J. Edgar Hoover building in downtown D.C. started 20 years ago. And in 2014, the Bureau began seriously considering the move to, uh, to some new offices. The initial plan was to turn the building over to a developer, which would then build a new office complex in whatever location that the Bureau ultimately chose for its new facility. The deal was labeled an exchange procurement. But the problem arose with the plan, the General Services Administration, the GSA, eventually realized that the property in D.C. would not cover the cost of the building and uh, a new facility, and the feds would be stuck paying the additional costs, so it was not going to end up being an exchange after all. This determination sent the FBI to develop a new proposal. They wrote up a plan, um, blah, 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 blah. Democrats then began accusing Donald Trump of meddling in the FBI's plans to move the suburban campus during to a suburban campus during a meeting in January of 2018 that included members of the GSA and the FBI and the Trump White House, and they immediately started opening up investigations into him. They was trying to meddle into the FBI's affairs, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, always accused, always acquitted, and that's exactly what happened. So there's the good news of the day, ladies and gentlemen. If you wanted some good news, and anytime that we do get good news, you know me, I'm going to celebrate, even if it's just a little bit of good news, because we got to have good news once in a while folks we have so much bad news that's going on sometimes some good news is actually good so uh we are on the front page of rumble right now and we're actually going to go to a video from owen schroyer so um for all those people that are just joining into lfa lfa tv this network for the first time we want to say thank you very much we have 14 hours of live programming all day long every single day and we also have weekend content as well so please give us a follow give us a rumble give us a thumbs up we appreciate it you're not going to find a more let's just say it you're not going to find a more badass network you're just not i mean come on is it am i warranted at least saying that i think i am all right
Message from Owen Schroyer as he has his last meal before he checks into prison with the prison as his backdrop. And I got to say, Owen Schroyer, he's a hero. He's a hero. We're going to have him on the show when he gets out. Roll it. video, then I am officially incarcerated. I'm actually behind there, right there, in the federal prison. Hard to hear, so I know. If you're watching this, I'm in jail, but I wanted to give one last final message. Now, first of all, I can't express the gratitude and the appreciation and the thanks from my heart for all the support in this, really, five years of political persecution that I've gone through. So, Myself, do it with Jesus. Become a better person. Yes. And so I offer you this challenge for the 60 days that I'm away, from the next time that you see my face and hear my voice, I challenge you to become a better person. Use this 60 days while I'm away to improve yourself. If I can improve myself in there, then you can certainly improve yourself out here. My final message to you, my loving audience. God bless. God bless and Godspeed. We love you too, brother. And uh, you'll, do, you'll do well in there. You'll do all right. You're a strong-minded individual. You've got God on your side. And uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do it too. Folks, you got to understand, part of making America godly and great again is some of us, some of us have to sacrifice for, for, the, for the sins of others. God requires a payment. And some of us will pay that payment. I will most likely pay that payment again for this country in the future because of this right here, because of my tongue. It won't be long before they're hot on my trail again, too. So salute to Mr. Owen Schroyer, and we want to say Godspeed, our, my friend, and we'll be praying for you. He's a good guy, and he shouldn't be going to jail for speech crimes. That's for sure. He shouldn't be going to jail for speech crimes. I want to take a quick, uh, a quick stop, a quick intervention here. <laughs> intervention. A quick break. <laughs> we need to have a quick intervention here, Eli. I think we need to have an intervention on this country. That's what I think. I think we need to have an intervention with the DOJ, the FBI, and everybody else. But I digress. Anyway, I want to talk about the next sponsor of our show, and that is CB Distillery. They've been here for quite some time, on and off. Um, but they know that there's a lot of people here in the LFA audience that is, um, A, older, so there's a lot of you know joint pain, muscle pain, arthritis, uh, problems with energy and stuff like that. But also, ladies and gentlemen, what they are really here for, why they really partnered with LFA, is because they know that we're against the pharmaceutical company. So are they. I see that they're against the pharmaceutical company. We're against the pharmaceutical company. CB distillery has found um, ways to use God grown plants to give you the medicine. I mean, how strange, right? Medicine comes from plants. Mm. No wonder why they want to hold on the game and no wonder why they spend billions of dollars to try to stop CBD. But CB distillery is the best place for you to go. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been with them for quite some time now. We use them. Our dog uses CB, uh, CB distillery as well. So if you go to CB distillery, use the promo code LFA, you can shop by benefit. So whether, like I said, whether it's for any of these reasons, relaxation, relief, sleep, recovery, Focus or pets, ladies and gentlemen, they have something for you to help you to stop spending your money with these big pharma companies. So that's cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, promo code LFA helps us out a little here. And also do not forget that from now through December, it's time to pick your Medicare plan from now through December. Okay, Medicare options are out there for you and there's nobody out there that's going to guide you with care and loving kindness like Tim Gustafson, who is with Insurity Financial Services. He is an LFA family member and you can call Tim directly 602-391-8358. You can go to insurityfinancialservices.com. 
and you can set up a meeting with Tim. Tim will work with you. There, I mean, it's not like you can do a la carte and get whatever you want from Medicare, but he will find you the best option for what you're looking for with the best coverage. So insurityfinancialservices.com. Our friend Tim Gustafson, he's waiting for your call to help you find a new Medicare plan for yourself. Now, moving on. Um, I want to get back to the squad, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib. Now, one thing that I do not like is a clout chaser. Eli, you know what a clout chaser is, right? Clout chaser is basically somebody looking to ride somebody's coattails to get the attention that they need to further their careers. They're called a clout chaser. Now, a lot of you guys have probably heard that term. Maybe not a lot of you have. But one person who definitely is a clout chaser is the person that I'm putting on the screen right now. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, how far she's fallen. She used to have such integrity. She used to fight the good fight. She used to be alongside me and Ben Berkwam. Now she's, you know, she, I'm not saying that Marjorie is a bad person. I've never, ever, 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 ever once said that she is irredeemable and that she is a bad person. But anything that this woman can do to keep herself in the limelight, she's doing. It doesn't matter whose name she attaches herself with. It doesn't matter whose selfie she takes it with. It doesn't matter who's in power. Integrity doesn't matter anymore. As long as she can stay relevant in making sure that she's getting donations and making sure that she is, um, you know, in Congress, getting clapped for riding on Air Force One, getting standing ovations from people who don't really know the stuff that she's really doing, saying, and stuff like that. I just, I don't like it. It's not my thing. It's just not my thing. So I wish her well. I have prayed for her many times. But that's not to say that she has not done some good things. Because she has. And one of the good things is, uh, is something that she just did. And that is entering uh, resolutions to start punishing the squad like Rashida Tlaib. Now Rashida Tlaib... I told you, by the definition of the Democrats, led an insurrection last week in the House of the Congress, House of Representatives, with her ceasefire pro-Palestinian terrorism group on the day that they were voting for House Speaker, and they disrupted Senate hearings as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, Rashida Tlaib should be punished. She should be censured. She should be removed. Ilhan Omar should be removed. Jamal Brown, a Bowman, should be removed. But I will give Marjorie credit where credit was due, and I think everybody should be jumping on this. We need to get terrorists out of our government. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I seek recognition to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The form of the resolution is as follows. A resolution censuring Representative Rashida Tlaib for anti-Semitic activity, sympathizing with terrorist organizations, and leading an insurrection at the United States Capitol complex. Whereas in May 2019, Rashida Tlaib said that she celebrated the Holocaust and felt a calming feeling when thinking about the genocide of millions of Jews. Whereas in 2020, Rashida Tlaib retweeted an illustration with the caption, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And this Palestine Liberation Organization PLO slogan has been adopted by Hamas and calls for the elimination of Israel and death to all Jews. Now, I agree 100% with Marjorie. And I think that most members of Congress, everybody on the right, should be able to come together and start punishing these people because they are terrorists. Now, the left will call the right terrorists, and the right will call the left terrorists. But then there are people who sympathize with people who cut people's heads off. There are people who want nothing but the complete destruction of an entire people based on some religious ideology that they have that's not even correct. And I told you that it was already here on the streets of our country, and having terrorists in our government only props this kind of stuff up, only as fuel for the fire for terrorism here in America, and that's exactly what the hell is happening. I want you to see this man who is, um, got arrested for a home invasion, threatening to kill the entire family, screaming about Palestinian. Oh. Free Palestine. Free Palestine. 
Over and over again, this is what the suspect was yelling as he was being taken into custody after reportedly breaking into a family home at 525 this morning. The terrified family in Studio City calling 911, asking for help after they say the suspect yelled that he wanted to, quote, kill them because, he reportedly said, they're Israeli. Suspect threatening to kill the PR due to the race. The family is Jewish, but it's unclear if they're from Israel. Also unclear is how the suspect knew they were Jewish, since it didn't appear they'd ever seen him before. I'll tell you how they knew, how he knew they were Jewish. I'll tell you how, because they're hunting Jews down again. But Jews aren't Jews aren't new to this. This isn't new to Jews. People hunting them down. But don't you find it very interesting that God? through Mike Johnson, and through this new, it looks like, holy unity that we have in the Republican Party. Again, folks, first unanimous vote for speaker in decades, okay? Could it possibly be that God is coming in and removing these godless, God-hating losers who have this wrong ideological sense of how God wants people to act on this earth, and they think that God, their God, wants them to wipe out everybody? Isn't it, isn't it ironic that that's the moment that God's deciding to come into the House of Representatives? So we'll see what happens. But um, again, the more rhetoric that comes from elected officials about this, the worse it's going to get for Jews and Christians here in America and around the world. And now I want to go and I want to talk about this Ilhan Omar. She broke the law to get here. She broke the law to become a citizen. She's now a representative that she broke the law to get here to be. She should not be in the House of Representatives. She has done so many bad things. She not only broke the law and married her own brother and became a citizen of the United States, and she did all these bad things, but she also, ladies and gentlemen, has a bunch of campaign finance um, uh, rule breaking as well. And she enriched her family. She enriched her brother, husband, her husband, brother. She, she, she enriched her people off campaign donations. And we know damn well, we know damn well that her with her IQ could not come over here and become rich, but she's a millionaire. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? So she melted down. She melted down outside against reporters and said, how many Palestinians are okay to kill? How many, how many? Here's the first question. Here's the first answer. We don't want anybody dead. Nobody. But evil people that commit evil atrocities, there's called this thing called accountability. There's a thing called accountability here. And we're going back to the era of accountability. Roll this real quick. I have a question. Your colleague, Ricky Torres, has said calling for a ceasefire is a dangerous double standard that the U.S. wouldn't hold itself to. So my question is, is if this attack happened in America, would you be calling for a ceasefire as well? Vengeance is not a foreign policy doctrine. Uh, we are here to save lives. Israelis, Palestinians, Americans. Anyone else? So is that a yes or a no? Anyone else? Oh, you don't I want to answer the question. questions? Why don't you want Israelis a question to go from after anyone the terrorists else? that burned, tortured, killed their babies and children and still have them hostage? Why don't you want the Israelis to go after the terrorists that did that? How many more killings is enough for you? Is it a thousand more? Two thousand more? Three thousand more? How many more Palestinians as as it takes. would make you happy if they die? Do you, you, will you be fine if all of the people of Gaza were gone? Would that make you happy? Would that be the thing that makes you proud? And maybe that's the question you should ask Richie. Is he okay? How many more Palestinian lives is he comfortable with? Because I am not comfortable with any more. Okay. Well, how many Jewish lives are you okay with dying? Because I'm not comfortable with any of my roots, my brethren, my brothers and sisters in, in, um, under Yahweh. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not comfortable with any more of them dying either. wonder how many more. And I want to hear you say you love Jewish lives. Because guess what? I love Jewish lives. I love Palestinian lives. I love Muslim lives. I love Catholic lives. I love Christian lives. I love all lives. But that's, that's the work in Christ in us. Okay? You're a biased terrorist, and you want one side completely wiped off the map. You've said it over and over and over again. So, consequences for your actions. I guess somebody's willing to oblige. Isn't that right, Eli? I guess somebody must be willing to oblige. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, since we have the smell of a diaper head in the building, I say we uh, get that smell out uh, with our EnviroCleanse unit. So if you've got one, you might want to turn it on, turn it on high, and let's get rid of the stank that's in the building left by Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, and the rest of the Jihad squad like Jamal Bowman, who's now off to jail, who will be, who will be facing charges and hopefully off to jail. EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen, will do just that. It'll get the Democrat out of your house. It will purge the smell of Democrats and terrorists right out of your house. That means if you've got this thing plugged in and a Democrat comes to knock on your door to do some kind of a campaign finance pitch, they're going to walk up and they're going to go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. All my air is being sucked away. Yeah, all your air is being sucked away. It's being filtered and, get, and, and, and given to a Republican. Get the heck off of my doorstep. Anyway, ekpure.com, ekpure.com, folks, for your best air purifier on the market. I, like I said, viruses, bacteria, flus, dust, sicknesses, illnesses, everything under the sun, maybe even AIDS. I don't know. I know it's great. And I know that everybody who has COPD or asthma that I, that has this says their life has changed. So if you want one of these, maybe you want to get one for Christmas. Maybe you want to ship some out to your family members for Christmas. EKPure.com. It is EKPure.com. Promo code LFA. And the same promo code can go for your Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens. Maybe. You've been on Field of Greens for two, three, four, five, six, eight months. Maybe you want other people in your family to also get on Field of Greens with you because it's changed your life. It keeps you pure and clean, like the EnviroClean. So we have holidays coming up. What better thing to do to get somebody a gift basket of things from the sponsors that sponsor LFA TV? Field of Greens being one of those, a pure organic superfood, no extracts, real foods, completely scientific and medically chosen fruits and vegetables ground up into a powder, just like Mike Crispy says, to make you a lean, green, globalist fighting machine. Let's go, baby. And yes, Frankie. The Field of Greens people are listening and watching to the show right now. They love themselves, some LFA family members. So, Brickhouse Nutrition. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Now, getting into the last part of the meat and potatoes, we're going to do a quick round robin of things that are happening, folks. First of all, um, Disney. Eli, Disney is done celebrating Christmas. Did you know that? I'm not, I'm not, this isn't a joke. Disney says it will no longer celebrate Christmas, and 2024 will be the first year that they no longer celebrate Christmas. They're done with Christ. They're done with you. They're done with everything but your money. All they want is to bring lesbianism and gayness and Satan and all this crap into your homes, ladies and gentlemen. Also, do not allow your children to watch Frozen 3 because Elsa will now be married and she will be the first LGBTQ married lesbian in Disney Roll this. Disney World will not celebrate Christmas in 2024. This is due to the, quote, controversial nature of Christmas. According to an official spokesperson, quote, Mickey's very merry Christmas party and all other Christmas celebrations will be canceled at Disney World next year. We recognize that there are more holidays than just Christmas and want to have a more inclusive celebration for all people and religions. What does this announcement mean? Disney will no longer host Mickey's very merry Christmas party as mentioned. This is a huge surprise because the party sells out every night and is a huge moneymaker for the mouse. Of course, this doesn't mean that Disney won't have celebrations. In fact, the quote alludes to a more inclusive celebration. While nothing is confirmed, people are speculating that Disney will still put up lights, trees, play music, and have parties. However, they won't be tied to Christmas and will instead be for, quote, the holidays. It's the classic cop-out move by companies. They well, you know what? We, uh, we reserve the right not to give you our money anymore. Now, Disney owns a lot too, ladies and gentlemen. Marvel, ESPN, many, 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 many things. But to literally cancel Christmas... That lets you know, once you start canceling Christmas, where you're headed next, Eli. That lets you know where you're headed next once you start canceling stuff like that. Oh, but ladies and gentlemen, I've got more to report on Disney. Eli, you ready for this? An ex-Disney employee knew about some back rooms that were in Disney that kids will get lost in and they can't find their way back. Isn't that convenient? So he decided to go back as a, he's not an employee no more. He decided to go back as a guest and actually wander into these back rooms, and he's got a recording of it. Throw this up on the screen, and roll it. I got this off Instagram this morning. No, I just freaking tried to go to the bathroom, and I found myself in, in the, the middle park? of nowhere. Yeah, I'm freaking, oh, guess. Um, let me get Carol to help yeah. me. Okay. How did you get back here? 
I just open a random door and next thing you know I'm in here. What is that? Man, talking about stairwell after door after sheesh. What is this place? Whoa. What is this? This big empty area in here. Hello, can you help me out? Yes, I Please. No. So they were acting really weird. They wouldn't let him leave. They told him not to f stray far from this one person. We got to get the right person to get you out of here. Do you know how many kids are found missing? Or I mean, excuse me, come up missing at Disney a year? Hmm. Now this is all rode off to people kidnapping them and, you know, leaving the park and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't think they're leaving, leaving the park, but I think they're definitely kidnapped. So somebody asked, why doesn't Ron DeSantis do something about this, Jeremy? I'm glad you asked because he can't. Do you remember that big fight that Ron DeSantis tried to put up in front of public about going after Disney? So he could, that was right before he launched his presidential campaign, right? But then that died off. Do you ever wondered why that, have you ever wondered why that died off? I'll tell you why. Because the crown owns the land Disney is on, Eli. The crown of England under, print, under King Charles now owns that land. And they are their own sovereign land and there's nothing that Ron DeSantis can do about it. He knew that from the very beginning. He only did that as a PR stunt to launch his presidential career. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why Ron DeSantis cannot do anything about it was because the agreement includes a royal clause that dates back to 1692 in Britain that would extend the term of this ownership of this land uh, limit for decades. This declaration shall continue in effect until 21 years after the death of the last survivor of the descendants of King Charles III, King of England, living as the date of this declaration. The document said this kind of clause is most often used in the UK, typically when it comes to trusts and provides a buffer against per perpetuity. So the reason is because the crown owns the land. Isn't that incredible? But, you know, that doesn't stop Ron DeSantis from trying to goat or bait Donald Trump into debating him. Why would you debate a loser who, who, who can't even poll in double digits? That's, that's his last-ditch effort now to try to say, he won't debate me. I'll do anything. I'll even have, let him have a teleprompter, he says. For the voters to show up. Remember, October of 2020, that first debate with Biden, Biden beat him in that debate. And, and that was really incredible that he allowed that to happen. But that's, people remember that. I think that had a real significant impact uh, in the election. And we saw in Florida Trump's numbers started to decline after that. So, so he's got to show that, 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 he can, that he can do this. I think it's a different guy in 23 than he was in 2016. I think he was energetic, freewheeling back then. I think it was really about America first. Now I think you know, he's on the teleprompter. Most of the stuff he's talking about is about himself and, and his issues. Uh, and that's not the inspiring message that's going to be able to win the day with the American people. But look, I think he should debate. And I'm willing to allow him to bring his teleprompter to the debate if that's what he wants to do. And I'm a loser. He doesn't need a teleprompter I'm for you. A loser. You need boots to see him. What, what are you talking be. about? He doesn't need a teleprompter to debate Ron DeSantis. He wouldn't even debate a loser like you. Now... The promise of the surprise at the end of the show, folks. Tomorrow, you are not going to want to miss the 11 o'clock show of Live from America because look who we've got on. That's right. That hero who heckled Hillary. That hero who just went viral for telling Hillary everything that we've always wanted to say and more and was not shut down by anybody and would not allow himself to be shut down. Ladies and gentlemen, he will be on the show tomorrow. Actually, both of them, because two of them ended up heckling Hillary. This guy is named Robert, and then later on, his friend... Um, Simon also heckled her. So we're going to have them both on tomorrow. Hopefully they'll still be alive. <laughs> pray, pray to God that Hillary, they have not been killeried. They will be on tomorrow. 
exclusive interview right here on LFA TV. Tell your friends, everybody who's watching on the front page of Rumble right now, make sure you're here at the 11 o'clock hour, okay? At the 11 o'clock hour. Jeremy, is he going to be on the show at 5? No. He'll be on the 11 o'clock hour tomorrow. Tomorrow. Friday, October 27th. 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here where you can get real news um, on LFA TV here on Rumble. So, do not miss that show tomorrow. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be a heck of a show. I can promise you that. All right, folks, make sure you please go to jeremyherald.com and lfatv.us. Please consider becoming a one-time or a monthly donor because that's how we stay on the air and you can't afford to lose us now because how else do you get the real truth? So there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. Stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back and your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please give us a rumble on the way out. We need as many likes as we can. And Mike Crispy's coming up next. All you have to do is back out of my show. His show has already started, so you'll see it live. Mike Crispy, unafraid, comes up next. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel, folks. Peace out. I love you. God bless. in America.